Good morning, good morning, great day, ladies and gentlemen. Today is Wednesday, the 23rd of January, 2019. My gosh, I hope you guys are having a great week. You're in the middle of the week. Where are you with your business? Hope you're getting some opportunity moving forward. Guys, get up, keep pushing. It's the deal here, and this is the nature of what we have to do, and it's all good. Have some fun. So over the last couple of days, I've been talking to you guys about the process of some points in delivering a listing presentation. And I want you to take this very, very seriously. I want you to take it at heart because all great agents, all great salespeople understand and can predict with certainty most of the time, okay, the results that they're going to get because they follow a systematic approach to their process. They follow these steps that I'm sharing with you, and they make it happen, and they close 80, 90, in some cases, 100% of the presentations that they're going on. And it's totally available to anybody who wants to take this very, very seriously. And I'm telling you guys, very important that you grab onto this, because how this is going to reflect upon your business, understanding this presentation, not the process, but I'm talking about, because there's a different philosophy there. But I'm talking about the actual skill of presenting. And I shared those 10, 10 or I think it was about 11 points with you over the last couple of days. And today, I want to take it to a deeper level because right now we want to get into the understanding of really how do we become really effective and efficient to close a higher number of presentations that we are going on. And this is for buyers and sellers. And I'm going to give you some quick bullets today just so you can have a good idea of what it takes and what is a value add to your presentation. So you got some 10 or 11 points. You got your presentation. You got a seller who's been fully qualified, a buyer who's looking to get fully qualified or is ready and willing to do something. And you got to get prepared for that process. And so I want to go over these points with you, and hopefully you're taking some notes. And if not, make sure you go to realprofitbuilders.com to really get this nailed down. Because guys, this is the difference between those who are great and those who do average in our business. You just simply have to make a choice. Where do you want to be in this whole picture of all that we're doing in our business? So guys, here's the deal. I want you to keep in mind that we are paid in direct relation to our abilities to be great presenters in all that we do. There's nothing more profound in our, in our world than being a great orator, a great speaker, a great presenter. The highest paid or some of the highest paid people in the world are speakers and they are great presenters. And the importance of understanding this and perfecting your skills is very important. So what we want to think about is what makes a great presenter. Okay, I shared with you, as I said a second ago, those tips over the last couple of days. So let's write down some of the qualities of the great presenters, because at the end of the day, this is where the rubber meets the road and you get paid for the delivery of a great presentation, right? Okay, good. So point number one is speaking with authority and posture. Write that down. Speaking with authority and posture. 
Guys, you have to create an authority presence in front of your clients. And how do you do that? It's your One, it's your ability. Two, it's the knowledge that you have. And that comes from your skill of practicing, okay? And posturing yourself. Remember, guys, buyers, sellers, they don't know as much as you do. So you automatically come in as an authority. The key here is making sure you follow through on that perception, so making sure that you speak with authority, this is what it is, because blah, 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 okay? Point number two, it, it's important to add humor to your presentation and smile and relax when you're making your presentations. Guys, listen, there's nothing more stressful than giving a presentation, but one of the things that I learned probably close to 36 years ago or so when I when I really began to take this to the next level is that your audience, the people that you're presenting to have no idea what you're going to be doing. They have no concept. They have no plan. They have no uh, expectations except to, that you're going to come in and share some information, talk to them about their goals or motivation, wants, needs, desires, and then you're going to present something and then you're going to ask for an order. They're, they know that in advance. What they don't know is what you're going to say at your presentation. And oftentimes we get so tense that we forget to relax and we get to smile through our whole process here. And smiling gives a lot of value and comfort to the people on the other side of the table. So don't be concerned about knowing the feeling that they they're looking at you and judging you of on what you're going to say they're not doing that what they are looking at is is this person making me feel good are they making me feel comfortable and are they causing me to listen to them so smile and relax you have to know in presenting guys especially when it comes to sales presentations when to ask hard questions to be very direct, to be very forthright with people, to be open and honest with them. And you have to know when to do that, okay? There's certain positions within your presentation that you'll notice as you do more of them that you have to ha ask the hard questions. You want an you make a recommend you, you give a recommendation on a price and they don't agree with you and your hard question might be, "Yeah, but isn't it true you told me that you had to be in blank in this period of time is that changed is something changed here okay so be okay with asking hard questions you don't have to be a tough guy or a tough gal to make that happen just ask the questions that are important and hard questions are ones that emotionalize the people that are at being asked the question it's getting it's it's, it's helping them to very much go deeper on their reasons for rejection. I was just talking to one of my clients today. He was talking to a lady. She says, no, I want a particular number, $345,000 for the property. He knows it's going to be between three fifteen and three twenty-five, And he told her that, right? So he kept nudging. He kept prodding. He kept suggesting. He kept presenting value. He kept explaining the whole deal. And at the end of the day, guys, you know what she ended up doing? I'll sell it for any price. I got to get rid of this because he helped her relate to her own personal motivation. It was a very, very powerful uh, situation. Very important. Next point I want you to write down. You got to know your presentations in and out. We talked about that yesterday. I'm not going to belabor that point. 
right now. But just you, you want more confidence. You want to sound more authoritative. You want to have a greater posture. You want to be happy and smiling and relaxed during your presentation. Hey, you know what you can do? Know your presentations in and out. You should have a formal script that you follow, whatever that might be. Shouldn't be that complicated. Keep it simple. Next point I need you to write down. Very important point. And guys, I'm going to break here for a second. And I know oftentimes, you know, you might be listening to these recordings and you say, well, did he talk about this before? And I made a note here to say, you know what? I talked about all of these things at different various and sundry presentations that I do. And I want you to keep in mind, guys, <clears throat> this is not anything brand new. It's just a reminder, okay? Oftentimes, you read books, listen to tapes, recordings like this, and you're, you're involved in, in, in engagement here, and you might be looking for something new. And probably, if you haven't heard it before, hey, it's going to be new to you, right? However, at the end of the day, if you say to yourself, well, he said this before, you have to ask yourself, am I using it, <laughs> okay? So I just want to kind of break from that and get back to this real quick, okay? Um what is your end what is your end goal when you walk into a presentation that's my next point when presenting you have to have an end end goal in mind okay and that is to get a piece of paper signed get a document signed sign get get the contract signed that needs to be your your area of focus as far as knowing what you want as an end result okay this I know you for sure you've heard me say this as it wraps around this however don't be attached to the outcome because if you are attached to the outcome, your goal is to get the contract signed. But if you're attached to the outcome, you're not going to be focused on the presentation itself. You're just waiting for them to say something or you're waiting to close the deal. Don't go down that road. Keep it simple. Ask questions, a very important part of the presentation process that lead to a, to a responsible and logical conclusion. All right. Ask questions that lead to a responsible and logical conclusion. Okay, the next point I need you to write down, <clears throat> excuse me, use the power of tonality. See, I'm tonality and I'm clearing my voice. Use the power of your tonality, your body language, and while you're using your, while you're delivering your presentation. Guys, you know what? Your body and your tonality are more powerful than the words you're going to use. It's very, very simple. People will buy, if you're slatched back and you're sitting back in your chair and you're kind of not engaged and your tonality is kind of low like this and your body language is slumped and you're, and you're just, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, okay, I got it, yeah, Bill, oh, sure, for sure, you're not going to get them excited about wanting to do business with you. So you got to bring up your levels, not erratic and not crazy, Okay, it's got to be responsible, but enough to where they feel like you're in charge. Oftentimes, your tonality and your body languages can tell people that you are in charge or you are not. Let's get that working correctly. Don't get caught up in too many details. That's the next point. Don't get overwhelmed to too many details. Too long of presentations or too many details. Too many comparables, as I talked about yesterday, too much details. Too much analytics, too much details. Now, there's going to be some points when you're dealing with analytical purchasers or buyers or sellers, whatever the case is. Yeah, you have to present some more detail, but you don't want to get caught up in them. Present the information and move forward, getting completion that they understand what you're talking about. All right. 
Always support your your presentation. As I mentioned yesterday, I talked about this with facts and statistics. Okay, back it up with facts and statistics. Remember, those facts that you're presenting are not your personal opinions. All right, the facts that you gather for your presentations when making a listing presentation or trying to put an offer together for a buyer is based on statistical information from sources that are not in your domain. They're outside domains. In other words, public domain, right? So you want to support it with that, but you also want to make sure that you emphasize that with people. Oftentimes they think, they say, well, you're the professional. You tell me what it's worth. And we go in the mindset, well, I'm the professional here and I'm going to tell them what it's worth in my humble opinion. That's BS, guys. It's not what that's about. What it is about is you're the professional you tell me what my house is worth. You, the professional, must gather data and information to present it based on uh, based on the information that you've gathered. All right, that's the mission there. So you want to support your presentation with these facts. Okay, use trial closes. Okay, does that make sense? Do you see where this will take us? Can you see yourself in the new home? You know, trial closes. These are like what we call test closes for yes. Did you want me to put it on the multiple listing service? Yes, I do. Great. Fantastic. Did you want me to prospect 46 hours a day looking for sellers and buyers for your home? Yes, I do. That's a trial close. Very, very important. Okay. Consistency. That goes again back to uh, knowing your scripts and your dialogues, making sure you have that down. Um, You need to, if you want to be great at what you do, you need to practice your craft. And I'm going to, and again, you've heard me say this a thousand times before, that practice, practice, practice gives you confidence and helps you to create authority and it helps you feel good about what you're doing, okay? How often should you do it? I don't know how much you know. You know how much you know, okay? I know how much I know. I don't know how much you know. And so if you need to know more than what you currently know in order to get the ratios of closings that you need, then you need to make a determination how much time you should practice. My minimum goal and suggestion is for sure whether you're doing 200 deals a year, 500 deals a year, or 10 deals a year. It doesn't matter. You should be practicing every day a minimum of 30 minutes that you're working on your presentations because even though you may not be going on presentations you need to be ready when somebody says yes come on over and then you're ready to make that happen okay another thing that happens in typical presentations is that people get off track and they and they and they get they they don't stick to the business that's going on there all right. The conversation might go up and they talk about family members or the, you know, something political, whatever it is. OK. And if that occurs, guys, you have to again, you are the you're the, the authority. This is your presentation, not theirs. They're participating in the presentation. That's all they're doing. Ultimately, yes, we they're going to sign the contract, and that's where that control goes to. But that's not what we're talking about here. You don't want to get and and you you want to get to things where you start to digress in your presentations or you get off track. And if it ever goes down that way, you 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 simply cordially say, guys, I I appreciate that. Here's let's get back to this. And then the next point is, Mister Seller, and then you carry it forward from there. People don't mind you doing that. Okay. 
And you got to be somewhat cordial about it, but you got to make sure that you're in control because oftentimes the prospect does that to to try to divert your attention because they don't want to be asked the question, will you sign the contract now? All right. Or they don't agree with you for whatever reason. So they're trying to divert your attention away from it. But professionals, presenters, professional presenters understand that that's a possibility and they bring it back into the fold. Last couple of points. Make sure you're presenting in a, in a way that you look good. Okay. You're, you're in, and you're ready to walk in. You're sharp. Your tie's straight. Your breast smells good. Your hair is combed. Your makeup is on the right part of your face. Whatever it takes. All right, guys, your socks are pulled up to your to, to your knees. Okay, don't ever wear socks, guys, that have that go below your ankles. Worse yet, don't wear don't go into a presentation without socks. All right, even if you're on Miami Beach listening to this presentation. All right, so this it's really on how you look because people, when they see you for the first time, say. I want this person to sell my home because simply the way they look, that helps it for everything, okay? Last point is, is or a couple of quick points, is present to make sure that you are going to get these people as clients for life, all right? That's where this happens. You know, oftentimes people go in, they don't get the presentation, they get pissed off, and they forget that they have ever had a client, and they have to go out and find somebody new. Yeah, there's going to be cases like that. I'm not going to be silly here and say that never happens, because people, you just don't want to deal with them, and you're thankful that they said no to you, right? But here's the deal, guys. Even if you, even if that, if you don't get the contract signed, we want to go in with the mindset of helping people achieve a particular goal and outcome. And if it doesn't serve them, it doesn't serve them. If it doesn't serve you, it doesn't serve you. And that's okay. Just make people feel good about themselves and the job that you did. And they're not going to forget that you did that for them. And even if they don't do business with you now, they may do something in the future or they'll pass on referrals to you. And then the last thing, guys, get that there's going to be imperfections again like i said at the i think at the top of this that you know what at the end of the day they have no idea what you're going to say and that's perfectly fine for you because you should make your life easy and if you feel that you walked in and you do a lousy presentation hey you got to evaluate it you got to say what went right here what could i do differently the next time and that should be a mantra for you regardless of anything that you're doing anyway and accept that that's going to be okay. If it happens, it happens. Get over it. As I said, pull up your big boy, big girl pants and move on and accept those facts, okay? And then last thing you guys hear is I'd like to recommend to everybody to record those presentations. Get them over to your trainers, your coaches, your managers, your partners, your peers. Get them to me. I'll listen for you. Uh, take a couple of minutes and give you some feedback with that. But give them to your, uh, give them to other people to listen to, and you should listen to them too. And that way, you get a good idea. So I'm done here, guys. I went out. Go out today. Make it a great day. And we will talk to you tomorrow. A couple of more ideas around this presentation philosophy that I promised you yesterday. Uh, that I want to make sure that I cover on making sure how you deliver some things in your presentation. I'm not going to tell you what that is. You got to see me here tomorrow. Talk to you later. Make it a great day now. See you.